When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We need to see the Jets go after Carson Wentz. No, we don't. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Call Tom Brady right now. Call him right now. (laughs) Call Tom Brady. Call Tom. The Rich Eisen Show. How are we back here again? How does this happen? Today's guests. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Randy Moss. Fox Sports College Football Analyst, Bruce Feldman. ESPN College Football and NFL Analyst, Robert Griffin III. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I gave my power rankings for the upcoming week number two. Again, is it week one power rankings in the books? It's week two power rankings. I call them power. Why do people call them power rankings? So I guess it's about teams two. power yeah, to win. Two. I think it's week two is fine. Right, very good. I like your idea. You're really good rankings. RG3 really, really coming up. We got Bruce Feldman making his way to our studio to talk college football, but joining us right now on the Rich Eisen Show Zoom line from the the great uh, Hall of Fame, the great pro football Hall of Famer, care of Frito-Lay and Beverages Brands is Randy Moss here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Randy? Hey, good morning, Rich. How are you? I notice a golf cart when I see it. Are you sitting in a golf cart right now, Randy Moss? <laughs> hey, man, I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm at a legendary charity golf outing, man, with some of the former Cow- uh, Dallas Cowboys, man, Charles Haley, Lawrence Taylor. I'm just here, just being a, a big kid at heart, Rich, just enjoying my day. Okay, so uh, when you say big cow- Dallas Cowboy people, I mean, how are you uh, welcomed into the world of the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> Randy? I would think you're public enemy number well, one when it comes to that, Randy. To be honest, well, hopefully the. Hopefully, Ritz. Hopefully, Ritz. The fans will forgive me about my playing time. But one thing about the NFL, man, it's a brotherhood, and uh, just being able to show up for for one another's event. Um, you know, Megatron, Calvin Johnson is here, so just being able to uh, just get get around the guys. You know, the Hall of Fame just passed, so it's just good to as we get older, man, just getting around the guys and just having a good time. Okay, very good. And um, did you ever? Did the Cowboys ever kick the tires on you, Randy? Ever? No, not one time. And, um, you know, and, and the crazy part, the crazy part about it, the crazy part about, about it is them kicking the tires one time was, you know, Jerry, Jerry basically summed it up for me, Rich. Uh, Mm -hmm. He came and gave me a big hug one day during the preseason game when I was working, uh, you know, for ESPN and uh, he just apologized and uh, it it really felt good. You know, to hear that coming from Jerry because of, you know, how much emotions I had on draft day. So, uh, hey, I, I respect the Cowboys. I respect the organization. Like I said, man, I'm just here to support a great cause. Okay. So uh, he apologized to you, huh? Did, did that surprise you? Were you totally taken aback by that, Randy? That's pretty wild. I was, I was definitely surprised about by Rich. And, and, you know, a man is worth, you know, so many billions of dollars. And, I mean, he didn't have to do that. And, you know, it just meant a lot because I, I had everything tied into draft day about me being a Dallas Cowboy. 
and uh, it just it, it just uh, everything just just put everything into perspective for me. And like I say, I still root for the Cowboys. I root for everybody in the National Football League. That is, but I still root for the Cowboys. And just just here, I'm I'm just here at a charity event, uh-huh. chilling with some of the Cowboys. Well, uh, last one for you on this. What if somebody had walked up to you? on the field prior to Thanksgiving 1998 and said, one day Jerry Jones is going to apologize to you. How would you have taken it on that day on the field, <laughs> Randy Moss? Uh, I wouldn't have taken it. That's probably been a little bit of profanity, uh, <laughs> shoving the person out my face. I mean, I, I was a little bitter back then. I mean, because, Rich, I put all my ducks, I put everything in a row knowing that I was going to be a Dallas Cowboy. I come back home telling everybody, my mom, my friends, that I'm going to be a Dallas Cowboy draft day. They're telling me, hey, if you're still there at number eight, we're going to get you. So, like I said, I didn't know the business then, didn't understand the business then, but now I do. And uh, like I said, it just felt good just to for Jerry to be able to get something off his chest that uh, that many years later. It was just a relief for me just to hear it coming from him. And then one more way back machine. It's the 20th anniversary of NFL Network, Randy Moss, this coming November. And we you know we're going down memory lane of some of the greatest moments we've had. Top five moment was Giant Stadium the night when you and Tom Brady and the rest of the Patriots were going for a perfect regular season. What was it like for you in that game, Randy Moss, that night with you? I just think there was just a lot of emotions uh, flowing just because of what we what we've accomplished all the way up to that point, Rich. And we knew that we were one game away for going undefeated for a regular season. Uh, I just knew that it was going to be tough. I could just remember us going for the record breaker to 23, uh, mm-hmm. me running 60 yards down the field. And and I knew that that was our chance. And all of a sudden, in the, in the back of my mind, I'm sitting there like, wow, well, that was it. So as I jump back to the huddle, Rich, uh, before I get to the huddle, I hear Tom say, hey, same exact play on one. And I said, same exact play. So I ran right back to where I just left, lined up, and we ran the same exact play on one. We connected the record breaker. And the crazy thing about that was I didn't realize how tired I was until I came over to the bench to sit down. So, like I say, it was just so many so many memories. And like I say, man, we, we just fell one game short of just finishing that perfect season. Yeah. But I'll always take the good memories and the bad memories with, with me. Well, I mean, what in a memory that I'll never forget that night uh, myself. And if, if I'm not mistaken, was that 50 for Brady too? 23 for you and 50 was, for he Brady? Said, yes, right. he set a record and I set a record. So, so and, and that was crazy. And, hey, this past Sunday, he had to go up to Foxborough and they honored him at halftime. So I was up there a little hidden in the rain, uh, but I had to support my man, Tom Brady. Of course. Why not? So uh, who has the football? If it's a record breaker for you and a record breaker for him, who, who has the football, Randy? Who has it? I really, I know I don't have it. To this day, I don't even know who has it. But the, okay. thing, the, the, but the thing, Rich, that I've always said about breaking records, records are meant to be broken. You have mm-hmm. the guys today in this game that are breaking my records, that are breaking Tom's records. So it's just good to see the next generation of guys just coming up and just and just finishing where we left off. So it's a good thing to see. Randy Moss here on the Rich Eisen Show from a golf cart at a uh, wonderful charity event that he's participating <laughs> in, courtesy of Frito-Lay. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. What do you think of when you see Tyreek Hill this past weekend, Randy? What goes through your mind? Nothing but nothing but speed. I, I I don't know why the Chargers thought that they could just cover this man one-on-one. I just remember, Rich, back when I was in, you know, it may look like that teams were playing and covering me one-on-one, but that safety was still over the top. I don't know why teams keep trying to, to, to fake like they're not 
or disrespecting him and giving him single coverage. I think Tyreek Hill is one of those very, very uh, special athletes that every single play you got to know where he is, and you have to honor him by putting somebody over the top. The Chargers didn't do it. That's why they went home with a loss. And he, I just, he's unguardable, right? Uncoverable, or you think somebody, what, what? Can, right, at all? Right what can he what can he not do? I mean, he can score from just putting the ball in his hands. He can score in a reverse screens, deep ball. I mean, I, I like what I like what Tariq brings to the table. He's a he's a he's a great wide receiver. You know, I can remember back when Steve Smith played and everybody was talking about how small he was. And, you know, to see another guy coming in and just, you know, picking up where Steve left off. So it's just a good thing to see because you have the tall, the big wide receivers, myself, Megatron, Terrell, Devontae Adams. You have guys still like that um, that's going out there still making plays. But then you have the the, the smaller guys that's getting out there making the, the plays look easier than the big guys. So I'm just a big fan of Tariq Hills. I know that uh, Tua's going to need his receivers uh, with him all season. And uh, I just like what he brings to the table because he he is a, a hard man to cover. And I'm wondering, you know, if I could tap into your competitive spirit, what what must Justin Jefferson be thinking as he's hearing everyone talk about how great Tyreek Hill is? And and he, no doubt, um, he was voted number two overall by his peers in the top 100 players for NFL Network. Um, what do you think he's going through his mind as he gets ready for Philadelphia on Thursday night, Randy? Well, I just think that the expectations for every man going into the season are very high. And, you know, them losing a tough one, you know, at home and, you know, he put up some numbers, but still wasn't on the winning side um, of the ball. So I just think that, you know, what I like about this next generation, these guys work out together. Uh, they complement one another. Uh, they feed off one another. So I just think that Justin Jefferson being the number one target, the number one wide receiver, in the National Football League. I think they have the work cut out for him, Rich. And the reason why I just think that Dalvin Cook, just being that running back and having in certain guys in the box, I think they're going to really miss a guy like Dalvin Cook and his explosive play. So I think the sky's the limit for a guy like Justin Jefferson in, in that passing offense. So I look for big numbers again coming out of Justin. I look for big numbers coming out of Kirk also. What's your thought on the Super Bowl? Who, do you, who are you going to take before I let you go uh, play golf, Randy? What do you got? For me one weekend well rich i had i had the jets i had the jets and the eagles and you see what happened happened but i'm gonna stick to my guns rich okay. I, i'm not gonna jump i'm not gonna jump ship i think that i, I think that uh, a lot of people are gonna are, are gonna jump ship on the jets but hey zach wilson has been been in the national football league long enough he's had a, a year he's had an offseason under aaron Rodgers to to understand what they're looking for so you know, it's not going to look like Aaron Rodgers, but but he can still go in and lead the team and, and put him in position like he did the other night. So I'm not going to jump shit. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it Jets and uh, the Eagles. Wow. I mean, if the Jets still make the Super Bowl, that would be a wild story, to say the least, Randy Moss. That would be quite something. Yeah, it'll be a heck. It'll be a heck of a coaching job by Coach Sala too. So. uh like I say, I'm going to stick to my pick. I'm not jumping shit, Rich. I love these new commercial PepsiCo's Frito-Lay and beverage brands about uh, coming out of retirement, Marino and Brady and Edelman and you and uh, Jerry Rice, Emmett. Um, what a blast. I don't know. Who, who did you shoot your scenes with in this, Randy? So my scenes were Dan, 
Jerry and Emmett, <laughs> and we had a blast. But, hey, between Dan Marino eating all those chips and being full, and he's like, Randy, I, I think I'm going to burst if they have to eat another chip. So <laughs> we had a few more takes. We had a great time, man. You know, I just want to send a shout-out to Frito-Lay and PepsiCo for – you know, bringing me bringing me in on this project, uh, I had a great time of a, a great time of doing it, a great time of getting around the guys and um, just being able to experience a big commercial like that. I, I know it wasn't easy to put us all together on the same set, but uh, like I say, putting that jersey back on, going back into the tunnel, and uh, and then in our free time of just getting you know 15, 20 minutes here, just catching up with with, with Jerry, Dan, and. Uh, and Emmett, it was just a great experience for me. That's a blast. So, in all honesty, how many snaps could you give me right now if you did come out of retirement, Randy? How many? How uh, many if you're going to put me in the red zone, you can give me about 20, anywhere between 20 <laughs> to 25 snaps. Okay. <laughs> hey, Rich. Hey, Rich Eisen. Yes, Let sir. Let me tell you this, Rich. Yes, sir. I still believe in me. <laughs> I still believe yeah, in Randy. I think I might be able to. I got about 12 to 13 still in me in the red zone. Okay. I can still get up and maul somebody now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Call Jerry back. You can hear him. Okay. So give you you give me 20 snaps in the red zone. How many touchdowns? How many touchdowns? I said I'm going to give you in, in a 17 game, I'm going to give you about 12 to 13. I can still get up and get it, Rich, now. Okay. Hey, Randy, we're going to need you in Foxborough Sunday night. <laughs> uh, let's go. Can, call, call Bill. Can Jerry get Randy back on the phone call again? Bill. That's right. You got a Cowboy and a Patriot fan in studio. They want you, Randy. They want you. Hey, man. No, we're in back in all Hey, in all honesty, I'm just enjoying retirement, man. Okay. Seeing the next generation. I. I just told you about me being at the at the football game, uh, the Patriots versus the Eagles, just sitting up in the stands, in the rain, enjoying the fans, all the hollering. So it was just a great experience for me. And now I just get back to sit back and watch my kids, just walk to, watch the next generation. It's just a, a blessing to see, you know, Justin Jefferson in Minnesota, Jamar Chase. It's just good to see guys like that just going out there and just keep the wide receiver because our position, our, our uh, the wide receiver position is not in jeopardy. It's the running back position. Yeah. So it's just good to see all the guys out there still making plays, man, and just making guys like myself just smile week in and week out. And you saw what happened with Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Randy. Um, I, I was just saying Jets should just go YOLO and call Brady. How do you think that would go? How would that phone call go, Randy? Whew. I, I, the, the, the crazy, <laughs> the crazy part about that, I, Brady. As much as he loved the game, Patriot fans don't want to hear that. Brady might entertain that. <laughs> yes, Brady, Brady might entertain. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know, but Brady could entertain something like that. But in all honesty. You know, the, the the organization brought in Zach Wilson Rich for a reason. They, mm-hmm. they drafted him. And I just think just hearing Coach Sala talk uh, over the last couple of days about how they believe in, in Zach. And, yes, he's young and he had some hiccups in, early in his career. But I think that what the performance that they put up collectively as a team, winning the game in overtime on a return, hey, man, that, that can catapult the team. And, yes, that Aaron meant so much. It took a lot of the helium out of the balloon for the Jets fan base but like Sulla said it's going to be up to him this team and led by Zach Wilson so like I said I, I believe in that young man but okay if there's anybody that would entertain it Brady might entertain it with that defense they got well I'm sure them saying that they're going to stick with Zach means Brady said no Randy 
Yeah, I guess. You say that. Guess. But Tom said no. But uh, I'm sure they, 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 they called him up. Hey, Randy, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Go ahead and straight. How, how's the card looking on the uh, on the cart there? How's the card looking for you today? Well, we just had – well, we started out – we started out, Rich. We had Eagle, Eagle, oh. Birdie, Par. So the team. right now my guys my guys just passed me. So uh, okay. I'll go out there and see if I can smack something straight. Hey, hey at least I can contribute to, to the team. Yes. You're right. There's no I in Randy or Moss. You're a team player. Thanks for, thanks for the call, Randy. You be well. All right, Rich. Always. Thank you. One of my favorites. Randy Moss, Pro Football Hall of Famer, calling in from the golf course, courtesy of PepsiCo and Frito-Lay right here on the Rich Eisen Show. He can moss. He can still moss people? 12 touchdowns. I mean, let's go. That might lead the NFL this year. And he said Brady might not say no. Uh, come on. I know. Diana said, way, she, he, he said no. Is, it, oh, is that right? Yeah. They did say. They okay, did reach correct. out, yeah. Man. Okay, very good. That would have been <laughs> something. What are you smoking, bro? I Give mean, me something. Honestly, it would have been the greatest script. thing of all time. No, oh, Chris. It would be the you, greatest you, thing no, of all time. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Let's just put this in a, in a construct that we know it's not happening. But this is a, a, a what if. Right? We, know, we know it's not happening. We love what okay. ifs. Really, you would consider it the greatest thing of all time. Sure. If Brady, two days after being named... Patriot for life, putting the 12 back on LFG, the whole thing. Sure. Okay. He is Mr. Patriot. He's back. Okay. Right. Like he, you have now reached the part right. of he and Bill, whatever hatchet that's buried. It's all, yeah. it's all kumbaya. It like they were always cool. It's all, you know, P- Nakua Matata, right? Nakua like that's, Matata. that's what we got right now. Nakua, Nakua, Nakua Matata. So Nakua? No, it's you cool would have, you'd, you'd have no problem with that. No. In Jet Green. You'd see him in Jet Green. Great. You want to know why? Because the only way you could win a championship is by bringing in a picture. <laughs> and so... And I love watching Tom play hey, football. So, and hey, by the way, he threw 4,700 yards last year. Revis won one for you. Exactly. So Went into the Hall of Fame as a Patriot. This, no, you don't do that. You don't go in as anything. Are you sure? Yes. The bust rests think. on a plexiglass... Ah, I mean, I've been there. I've seen. Yeah. It rests on plexiglass, wow. Chris, yeah, and etched on wow. the plexiglass oh. is the, are the teams, that <laughs> all of them they play for. Not, not one over the other. Not One's not in bold. One's, they, this one first? You don't go in as anything. You're not wearing a helmet. By the way, you know if Brady was the QB, he'd win the Super Bowl, right? Chris. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so wouldn't it be course. fun to watch? I'd root for that. Oh, Why not? Would you really Honestly, as long as they lose down. two games against the Pats, hand uh, on the amazing. hair, if you had any, it'd be the greatest sports story of this century. If he won the Super Bowl for oh, the yeah. Jets, for, for the every, Jets, for everybody, sports. For everybody goes to the Jets and wins a Super Bowl wearing twelve, yeah. and then walks off the field doing the name. It'd be awesome. Yeah, come on, as a football fan, who wouldn't love that? As a Patriot fan, I mean. The, uh, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't be great, but it would be cool. You got six out of them, so yeah, it's like yeah. You got seven, count the bucks here. I don't think Yachts. you're believing what you're saying right now. I think this is a bit. No, it's I not. I think you're doing a bit. He's serious. You're doing, he's doing a bit. No. I guess we'll never know. We won't. <laughs> Unless. Damn it. Unless. Unless what? The phone call gets answered. Now, Tom already said no. I think Diana reported that they reached Let out. Let me just tell you happy, something. Happy retirement. I think Robert Sala 100% believes 
this is Zach Wilson's team, well, that's yeah. sure. and that's that he's problem. better, <laughs> and that he's better than before. There's no other choice. There's no other yeah, option. He has to believe but there that. are but, there are options. He's choosing options. to stick with well, Zach. No, because the other options are just not as workable. You can't, as he said, they're not, they're not just plug and play. You can't just plug someone in. Take the you know, second rounder that you got from Green Bay and just flip it for somebody. Andy like, Dalton, whoever. I don't think another team would do that right now. It's not going to happen right now. So what I'm saying is. The reason why he's saying this is not just because he believes it, but because they did go YOLO, I'm sure, for a bunch of people that would would light up Twitter if we knew. And one of them is Brady. If Brady said yes, then uh, the locker room would be kind of feeling different. You know? Uh, no, that's probably what – that's the Patriot fan in Brady and, and, and Brockman. Let's take a break. Bruce Feldman's going to join us in studio next, talking college football and more with Bruce. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Roku channel and joining us is none other than Bruce Feldman from The Athletic and Fox Sports in his usual Wednesday spot. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Where are you heading this week? I'm heading back to Boulder, Colorado tomorrow, in fact. But the game's not on Fox, is it? It is not. Nor, so, is, the game, nor is the game anywhere near when our show ends. It is a night game. So, so you're going to report? What are you, what are you we doing? We are going to do the big noon kickoff show um, back in Boulder, just like we did last week. Now, last week we had the game. It was the the game was the Nebraska game was right after our show. Uh-huh. This one is not, but I think the attention and the ratings and the interest it 
has been sky high for all things Dion and the Buffs. It's also not a great week, to be honest, yeah, of, yeah. of games otherwise. I think we probably would have been at Illinois, Penn State. Uh, Illinois got beat pretty bad by Kansas the last Friday night. So just go back to Columbus. I mean, back to uh, Boulder. To Boulder, yeah. You can't have Columbus. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got, I got November on the brain. Wow. Okay. Could Dion, you ever imagine? No. no. That's about to say. Like this is transformative. The prime effect is insane on like a on like so many different levels at this point. Like I went to practice on Friday morning, and half the NBA was on the sidelines. You know, at one point I'm looking, I'm like, that's Spencer Dinwiddie. And I was like, yeah, that guy plays for the Celtics. And that guy plays for the, for, plays for the Thunder. Um, <laughs> and T.O.'s there. And then I'm talking to the Nike guys, and there's like big Nike reps there. And they're like, yeah, Wu-Tang's coming here tomorrow. And Michael <laughs> Urban's coming here tomorrow. I think Stephen A. might be coming in. <laughs> Crazy. That's Dion. That's the Dion effect. I guess, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 Bruce, you said it in your piece that, uh, about Constance. Uh, it's it's like USC in the early 2000s. Yeah, one of the yeah. Nike guys, when I say Nike guys, I mean these are people who are part of the, the Dion Operation Prime and ramp it up as much as you can because the demand for I ain't hard to find. Well, right now it's hard to find because there's just it's selling out before they can print it enough. Bruce Feldman is here on the Rich Eisen Show from Fox Sports and The Athletic and for our radio audience that just joined us. You're talking about it's just a an absolute A-list wired for energy type circus, or I, I shouldn't say circus because that that connotes something that is uh, out of control, or it connotes something that is, you know, maybe it's maybe not the most positive connotation. It, it is just an absolute, total, and complete A-list scene that's going on in Colorado right now. Yeah, there's all kinds of combinations going on. You have so the, the point that one of the Nike reps had told me on Friday at practice was Boulder's the new Hollywood and started. And I said, is there anything you can compare this to like in college sports? And the only comparison was when Pete Carroll had it rolling almost 20 years ago now, right? And this is yeah. the liner Bush days. And he was like, you know, had Snoop Dogg at practice. Will Ferrell sometimes came out. You know, Pete Carroll was a star in his own right. So now you have some of those same kinds of people, right? Um, and you have more athletes who are coming around in terms of NBA people and, and different people who are big sports stars, but Dion, look, no, no disrespect to Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll was really charismatic, especially for a football coach. Dion's on another level of that in terms of just star power. And I think because it's just come up out of nowhere, there was a little bit of ramp up time for USC. You know, in Pete's first year, mm -hmm. they, they got to be decent after a, a rocky start. This is different. Now, I'm not saying this team is anywhere near, you know, as as good or as great. There's no Mike Patterson on the on the Colorado defense. You know, there's no Sean Cody. There's just they don't have the same caliber offensive line. They have some legit star power and the skill guys. And I think Shador is a really impressive quarterback. But just in terms of the fascination with Dion, and I, I you know, I think there's a lot of incubation here too, where the people. Dion and Dion's people know. We're talking about, you know, heavyweight people. Snoop Dogg, Michael Strahan, you know, this, you know, they're not the people who are showing up to Manhattan, Kansas, or Ames, Iowa, or Iowa City, typically. Well, or typically to Boulder, Colorado. And so that's the question you're already hearing. Just two games in, two wins in, two wins over last year's national runner-ups and over Nebraska. Um, 
that uh, Dion's not longed for Colorado. And I'm kind of sitting here saying, you know, why would anybody say that? Because um, he's bringing his brand there. He was brought there by a group, and I know him. He's a loyal He's a loyal guy who remembers who was there for him. And I understand he made a leap to get to Colorado. But uh, what's your general sense of of his comfort level there, having seen it? Oh, he's definitely comfortable because whoever, and, you know, Brockman had had said this before, like I did a big piece on his business manager, Constance Schwartz-Marini. And one of the things that we talked about for the piece was when this deal was coming together and she was talking to Colorado, it was like, you have to, as the AD, Rick George, you have to understand everything you're getting with Dion. Mm -hmm. You have to be all in. And this is different than being all in with PJ Fleck or, you know, (laughs) you name the college football coach. Like there's a lot, it's a heavy social media presence. It's a different level. And look, to, to Rick George's credit, he went and did the deal. Other guys, you know, Arkansas really liked him in the interview process. You know, TCU really liked him in the interview process. But Colorado was the one who were like, we're, we're making this happen. Yeah, well, I did, we'll, we'll give you the store. Open the store. And he opened the store, and now everybody's walking in the store and wants it. And um, and so Colorado State is a, a, a game that let's just assume they win because right. they should. They should. And this is one of the first opportunities of them playing a game that they – should win, which is wild to say about a team that just won once last year. What's this going to look like, you know, with Oregon? That's the, the you week know, after. Yeah, that's I mean, the big money question. Oregon and then USC's see, after, right that. after that. Oregon is up there. Uh, both those teams are much more talented than the two teams they've played, and they're certainly more talented than than Colorado State will be. They do have a terrific quarterback. Like I, I've seen. I don't want to say I've seen enough of Shador to say he's going to be a top 10 pick. I have no idea. Right. But I, from what I've seen, you have a guy who's really accurate, extremely poised and smart. Um, he has some presence to him. He also has a lot of speed around him, and he's very comfortable in the offense that they have. Now, he got hit a bunch of times by Nebraska. Nebraska got pressure on him. I think the Colorado offensive line is a big question mark because it's patchwork offensive line. Oregon is much more talented than than certainly TCU and certainly Nebraska was, especially with the athletes they have in the front. I mean, as long as Shador holds up physically, I think they're going to put up a lot of points. And because they do have a they do have good skill guys and I think they have a good plan, you know, so we'll see. I mean, I think they can be competitive. I don't know you're not slowing down Caleb Williams in USC. You're going to have to, if, if, if you're them, you're going to have to win that game like a basketball game, like a 70 to 60, 69. Well, you said game. there are basketball players at practice, NBA players at practice. I mean, what would it look like if he's 5-0 and and he gets through Oregon and USC? Oh, what would it look like? Come on. I mean, be in the top five. Well, not just the top up. five. If, if they get through that, they should be number one because Georgia's not playing anybody. True. So, but that's a huge if, right? But, but so was the last two weeks. Let me ask it? you a question. You know him better, way better than I do. Sure. Do you believe? Of course I do. I do. Okay. But what does believe mean here? Well, believe, believe means mean- that he can do it. Yeah. That he's five and oh. So you think he's going to be five and oh? I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say it's definitely happening, but I think the last two weeks proved to you his power of persuasion and the smarts of the staff to have the kids ready 
They'll three be and ready. Oh, I just think it's like I know. I I get it. The talent level's different. That the environment is different. But you know, let's just say that this happens, that happens, and they are four and zero, and USC comes to town. Oh, I look out. Uh, 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 honestly, I, I I believe. I truly believe. I, I, I so you can't think they're going to be five and zero. Like if Thank I had you a sw- for putting him on the spot. If I had to swear by it, if I had to swear by it, of course I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to be five and zero. Impossible. But I believe. Look, I believe. I believe. I believe too. I I believe that he knows exactly what he's doing. I believe his players are really good. He's got his theme music, and he deserves it. And and the eighty and ninety eight year old. I saw uh, that video. Which you know, like they're pushing all the right buttons here too. By the well, way, because that's what he, he when he's there, he ingratiates the family into his world. He, if you make him feel like he's family, then you are his family. That is the way it's been all the time. And when he first, again, I tell these stories all the time. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but now I'll, I'll keep doing it. When he first came to NFL Network, I, you know, the the word was he's going to be Dion, he's going to be prime and whatever. And, and then Marshall Falk was telling me he's one of the greatest teammates anybody's ever had. And that's all he's going to be here to. I'm like, okay, great. Met him. 100% from start to finish. But when he first arrived and when he left, one of the greatest teammates, he was as great to everybody. He, he, he was as gracious to everybody. You know, as long as you treated him like family, you were his. And so that makes sense to me that he's going to be part of that world and not like, as long as you make him feel that, he will then make what's important to you important to him. 100% of the time. Now look, that is a great, that is a skill, probably not unlike having you know his guy Travis Hunter so there's a guy in his there's a guy in his staff Tommy Robinson who's been an SEC assistant at a lot of big time schools LSU A&M who's out here at USC been around a ton of great players by the way he was at out with the Cowboys as an assistant when Dion was there mm-hmm. and so I talked to him before the game before the opener and he was measured about you know Dylan Edwards a little running back who's really good player and about everybody and so after the, uh, when I saw him at practice the other day, we were talking about uh, Travis Hunter and he was around Justin Jefferson. And I was like, take out the cornerback part, which is a significant piece. But I was like, as a receiver, because they're roughly the same size. Justin Jefferson's a little taller and mm-hmm. a little longer. He's like, I think Justin's a little faster. He goes, ball skills? This guy might have him. Which is like, you know, you start mm-hmm. to get into like some of the special players. And if you have difference makers which I think the quarterback is, and I absolutely think Hunter is, and, and these other guys are good players. I don't know if they have enough of them, but you might have a puncher's chance against one of these games because this is what happened against TCU. You know, Travis Hunter decided to be Superman in the second <laughs> half and made some crazy plays, <laughs> yeah. and that can happen. Now, unfortunately for, for them, they're going to play the closest thing to Superman in college football in a couple of weeks when USC goes there. If they're 4-0 going into that game, oh mm-hmm. my goodness. That'll be amazing. Bruce oh. Feldman here on the Rich Eisen Show from Fox Sports and the Athletic. Did Texas just put themselves in a A-pole position for a playoff spot? They did. They went into Alabama and smashed the tide. They did. You know, if I didn't know better, I'd be like, these uniforms are reversed. They, they whipped the tide physically. I mean, Alabama had no sacks and two tackles for loss. Texas had like five five sacks and got after them. They dominated in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers, who was hyped to be a you know potential first pick of the draft guy, he backed it up. I mean, his numbers don't even tell the story because I think they dropped at least three of his passes. One would have been a touchdown. Another one probably should have been a touchdown. 
he was, you know, like he was really good when they played last year and Alabama was lucky to win that game. He only played a quarter and a half, then he got hurt. Um, you know, there's two stories in this. The one story is Sark has really upgraded the roster and they have brought in good coaches and those guys have developed and that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Now the question is, can Sark do something he's never done, which is have a team win, win double digits? Because this team is definitely talented enough to win 11 games and I think they're probably talented enough to be a playoff contender because they're good in the trenches. They have a lot of receiver and skill talent and they do have a quarterback dangerous because he can put the ball wherever he wants. Alabama, they're reeling. I'm not saying they're going to go eight and four, but the thing that concerned me, why I didn't think they were a playoff team going in this year was they weren't a playoff team last year and they had a super quarterback who covered up a lot of flaws um, in Bryce and they had Will Anderson who you had to mark on the other side of the ball. Plus Gibbs was a first round pick. All those guys are gone. And to think they were going to get better, I'm sorry, that just didn't line up for me. So... If Texas wins the Big Twelve, they're they're in the playoffs, right? I mean, assuming so. they're not ten and two. I mean, look, one of the things that's hurt them in the past is they've stubbed their toe. I mean, they look mm -hmm. really good last year in a game they lost, and they look not good, you know, a couple of times later on. Right. They can't. They have to maintain focus and can't do what Texas has had a tendency to do: is yo-yo and get up and down. And because I think at the end of the day, they're really talented. They're not talented enough to think they can just whip most of the Big 12 with their with their C game. They can't. What's happening at Michigan State right now? It's an ugly story um, with Mel Tucker and, you know, everything I had heard was that this was a, a relationship that his, he had been separated from his wife for a while. And, and honestly, when I first read the USA Today story, it was late Saturday night, this mm -hmm. past Saturday night. And I was a little surreal to read it mm -hmm. on so many different things so many different levels i'd be surprised if he is ever going to coach there again at this point because especially after his comments to try and defend himself to it um michigan state obviously has a you know has an ugly history you know with yeah. from the larry nasser case and mm -hmm. so for their president talk about how this wasn't the old msu and how we handled it um you know there's going to be a hearing in three weeks I think it's just going to get messier and nastier. And I am afraid, I don't think anybody who's involved in this is going to come out. They're all going to come out, I feel like, looking not, you know, it's going to be hard on everybody. So he's he's coached his last game at Michigan State. I, I'd be shocked if he could come back and coach after that at Michigan State. Now, could Mel Tucker had, had success as an NFL assistant and had been well regarded in those? I My guess is that's the next place he coaches is back in the NFL. I just think... It's hard to put the toothpaste back in the tube after how public this is um, in regard to everything that's in that story and is going to get parsed through discovery. Like there are certain things that his lawyers may be able to bring to light that I think could hold you know Michigan State in a position where maybe they end up having to pay him some, if not a lot of the money that was in that contract. $95 million. Right. I, I don't, you know, my guess is though a lot more will come to light mm -hmm. from his side about the relationship of the dynamic involved here. Again, I think it's just going to be really ugly and really um, just a really sad story on a lot of levels there. Before I let you go, Bruce Feldman, what is the other story we're not talking about in college football right now? Is there is there one that 
is beginning to grow, a program that's um, that's uh, ready to burst out, to try and burst on the scene, or another one that's falling? What, what am I missing here right I now? I think the story to, to kind of that started taking shape is for the first time in a long time, the SEC is really looking like they're going to have a really bad year. Now, Georgia can put some perfume on it if Georgia makes a three-peat and cover up a lot of the rest of it. But you look at the rest of the conference. I mean, we just talked about Alabama. Texas A&M had one road game in the first half of the season. It was against an unranked Miami team. They went to Miami and got their butts whipped. Nobody saw, like, that was not a great Miami team. And now you got Jimbo Fisher in year six, mm. brought in Bobby Petrino, and and they got smashed in, at Miami. Um you know, you had a lot of other losses in there. Florida looked terrible when they went to Utah, and Utah was playing that without Cam Rising. I mean, they didn't just, the players didn't just look bad. They looked unprepared. Uh, you have South Carolina losing to North Carolina. There was just a, there was a bunch of bad performances. And so they'll play each other. You know, Georgia's not going to, except for their t- Tennessee game, they're really not going to play anybody anybody thinks is particularly good. So I think people, everybody knows Georgia's loaded. But beyond that, you look at it and you're like, wow, this is going to be interesting because the la- the swan song of the Pac-12 is going to be there, we think, because everything the way it's shaping up and the quarterbacks they have and the offenses they have, it's unreal. the best season they maybe ever had. I'm telling you, we touched on it last week. I'm going to hit it again. I mean, if Dion had shown up a year earlier, I think the Pac-12 would have survived. I think a million percent. If Dion showed up, Two years ago, and he showed up two years ago, and then it's the the USC UCLA dynamic wasn't already lined up. I guess that's it then, because that's so. The if Big he had Ten shown run. up, if he had shown up, if this had been happening before the Big Ten poached the Los Angeles teams, well, what's a little, what's crazy on that front is Mel Tucker leaves after 2019 to mm-hmm. go. He has one year and gets people excited, and then goes to goes to Michigan State. They end up hiring Carl Durrell. Now, I'm not saying anybody thought Dion was in play for that, right? Dion was might have been a consideration in mm-hmm. you know, some Florida State fans' hopes. But if somehow that had lined up, it's probably a different story. Now, some of the things were much different. NIL wasn't it wasn't a thing. You know, there was there was just college football wasn't the same so four I guess, years ago. So then I guess if their contracts didn't come home to roost until two years from now and USC and UCLA didn't make the decisions that it did and Dion showed up right now. I mean, again, you are going to Boulder, Colorado for a game that Fox isn't broadcasting. And if you look at the schedule that Colorado is and we've been putting it up, if you ranked like the level of national interest, national interest in the games that Colorado is playing this year, that's the lowest one on the it, list. It's honestly, and 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 so, th- this is one hundred percent the Dion effect in full swing. Yeah, you could Pac- never. The Pac twelve is just one of those t- t- conferences over the last few years. It's just, it's like they start their games start too late. They didn't have a package for people a, to see. A it. little story on this: I'm in a car flying back from Boulder, and I'm coming. They flew me into. Um, I was about an hour and a half away in Ontario. I'm in a car talking to one of my buddies Mm -hmm. and trying to get filled because the Wi-Fi on the plane didn't work, trying to get up to speed on what happened in in, in like Navy, Navy, uh, I'm sorry, NC State, Notre Dame. And he was like, I heard you're going back to Boulder. I'm like, no, that's wrong. I said, we're probably going back to Boulder in a couple of weeks. There's no, Gus said it on the broadcast. We're going, 
I was like, no, they play Colorado State next week. It's an ESPN game. It's late at night. No mm -hmm. shot. And he's like, I'm just telling you what I heard. I'm like, well, that's no. <laughs> and then I happened to be on the phone with my boss, who was gonna, I was gonna see in like, tw you know, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whenever I got there. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it, it just blows my mind. But again, the word I keep coming back to when it comes to Deion Sanders is unprecedented. Yes, all this stuff is unprecedented. So why can't the Pac-12, uh, whatever, just say tough? We're not going to these conferences and just stay together. Is it too late? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it is. I that think all this stuff has yeah. been signed, and I don't know how anybody feels. Just call, call, up the, call up the Big Ten and go. Yeah, it's a tough. Sorry, it's okay. still better for them. They go to the Big Ten, and also, by the, but yeah. think about this way: they've, they've the leadership left. has not changed. Are you going to put Constance as the new commissioner yeah. of the of the Pac-12? <laughs> Why not? Nobody She'd feels faith in the in the leadership. Why not? Why not? Of, yeah. All of a sudden, she brokers a new TV deal, and the Pac-12 is back. Don't put it past her. You put nothing past her. <laughs> Bruce, no, crazier no, things but, have happened. Yeah. No, but honestly, no. the Big Ten's been you don't you don't do that to the Big Ten, Pat. <laughs> you know, says the Michigan. But the guy, Big Twelve you know. is better than the Big Ten this year. Well, uh, well, because Texas is there right sorry, now. Pac twelve, Pac twelve. The Pac twelve is that yeah, the Pac twelve. It's all we know could be the best league. The, the, the it's 20. definitely the deepest league right now yeah. in the conference. What a total! I know. Absolute. I mean, it's at least they're going out with a uh, with a bang. But there's no but faith in the leadership right now of the league in the Pac twelve. And so I think if someone that's, new comes in. Why can't they restore faith and stay together? Because everybody's going to be gone by that. It'll be you know the. Mm -hmm. The, fa the, the store will be empty. There's a, there's a barn and there's a horse that's running out of it and you're going, to, you're going to Colorado even though you don't have the game and the game doesn't kick until like 10 hours later and it's totally wild nice. and that is a Deion Sanders effect to a T. Thanks for coming here, Bruce Feldman. Safe Thank journey. You, you got it. That's Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports and The Athletic. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Some great thoughts on Tyree Kill. You heard it from Randy Moss. Coming up, Charles Woodson's thoughts on that in a moment. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I do believe it was the first time that we met. I'm going to bring this up. It was in the city of Houston. That's right. It was the first ever Super Bowl the NFL Network had ever covered. But you and the entire Manning family strolled into the Gatorade suite and 
Who did you hear singing karaoke in the Gatorade suite that night? It was a beautiful voice. A Would beautiful you say, like, voice. in terms of... It was beautiful. like an angel bringing us in. Mm -hmm. And there, we walk in and we see, see Rich Eisen, mm. karaoke, dominating. <laughs> to basically, by the way, nobody else in the room, right? <laughs> yeah, just solo. <laughs> just, you know, you get a little wow. practice. There was my, me and my buddy. There was nobody <laughs> What uh, what song? Uh, that's a good question. Sinatra. Sinatra. I forget which one it was. Okay. Well, you know, well, I mean, New yeah. York, did New you York, have to ask? Or... Yeah. Seriously, it was me and my buddy. And <laughs> I remember we walked in and uh, yeah, we joined, now, but we joined right in. Did you? You did sing, right? You I guys believe. all did get on the I mic. I think we got up there. You know, we can't turn that down. No, I know. And right. I, it was it, honestly I was, me. It was obviously like pre-cell phone, <laughs> like pre. I mean, you had yes, cell phone, right. but pre like no one had a camera. You no. didn't worry about anybody filming. Yeah, so there's no you, video. You, you get up and sing. You saw karaoke. You sing. You don't think it. about. You don't think twice. It was just the moment. Yeah, that's the it. Moment. You didn't have to memorialize it. <laughs> it was me, my buddy Doug, and then it was. I think your entire family. Yeah, probably right? the whole crew. Yeah, your mom and your mom. dad. You yep. and you and uh, Peyton and Cooper. And Cooper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and um, what do you have a go-to karaoke song? You like? At all. It's changed over the years, obviously. Really? You can, yeah, okay. you kind of go with the times. So, you know, Footloose has always been one, you know, really? just because you can kind of dance with it. But mm -hmm. now, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to do karaoke now. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of worried, you know, people are filming all the That's time. True. Then they judge. And, you know, I get, <laughs> I get judged enough. I don't need to be judged <laughs> on, on, my, on my singing ability. That's, you know, that's, that's for fun. Yes. Now, you know, it's, everybody's made it too serious. Good stuff there from uh, our longtime friend Eli Manning. All of his appearances on our YouTube Manning page. Eli. Back at the Rich Eisen Show desk on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or or just stop by. Let's go to Kate in New York. Been hanging on for a while. What's up, Kate? How are you? Hi, Rich. How are you? How can we be of service, Kate, for you? What I need do? some advice for my fantasy football team. Okay, RES Consulting go. gets what do we to run together. Hit us. What do you got, Kate? Um, I had the unfortunate, in hindsight, situation where I started Joe Bur Burrow and benched Tua. Yikes. Um, so I'm not sure if I should flip them this week or if I should still start Joe, hoping he'll be okay. Well, let's work this through. Tua has not lost to Belichick yet. Right, Belichick is yet to That's stop true. Tua. That's true. Or stop Tua from winning. Stop um, Tua from winning games. I don't know uh, how well he's played in those games. I'll look that up real quick. I just think Burrow doesn't Burrow light up the Ravens. Usually, he's played very well against the Ravens traditionally. So I mean, if you want to do trends, TJ, you're you're a fantasy yeah. expert here as well, just appearing on What the Football in such a capacity as of uh, yesterday's inaugural episode. I mean that is an excellent question. I'm just trying to look at these matchups. Um, we got to get we got to get uh, help two is hot right now, man. You want to play the hot hand? He, I'd I'd go Burrow. I'd go Burrow. I, I think I would stick with Burrow. Burrow at home rather than two in New England. Kate, I think that's our that's uh, that's at least my my uh, advice mean, for you. Two only has three career touchdowns against the Patriots and three starts. So all right, sounds good. Thank you very I think much. I would Kate. stick with Joe Burr. Appreciate it. He's going to be you. fine. He's got there a new go. haircut. I just saw a picture. Yeah. He cut his hair. Cut his oh, hair. Really? You know, yep. he had like that uh, Kevin McAllister hair going on. He got a haircut. Yeah, so he looks good. <clears throat> Most okay. time when guys cut their hair, bad things happen. Yeah. Well, Samson. but then again, uh, we just uh, gave someone fantasy advice to not go in the direction of Tua, go in the direction of Burrow. She's got that option. Tua's got Tyreek Hill, who is unguardable. In the inaugural episode of What the Football, Susie Schuster, Amy Trask, the hosts, 
Of course, with uh, Amy Trask on the set and Susie, you know, being part of this program, Charles Woodson, of course, is going to say, yes, I'll zoom in <laughs> as the first guest. This is what he had to say about Tyreek Hill. Who would be the baddest man on defense in the National Football League currently that could possibly stop him? Uh, well, you need Aaron Donald, because you need somebody to get the quarterback to keep to keep Tyreek from getting the ball. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I, I think defensively, I don't think there's anybody one-on-one that's going to stop Tyreek Hill uh, from a defensive back um, perspective. In terms of your defense and who you have up front, you have to have guys that can get to the quarterback to keep that quarterback from getting the ball to Tyreek Hill. Hey, and Charles. as you've seen last week, Sorry. Yes, yes. Sorry, I was just I'm smiling ear to ear listening to you because you know what I hear in my ear? Something you What's heard that? a lot. The quarterback must go down and he must go down he must, hard. He must, he must go down hard. You better believe it. <laughs> that was Al's mantra, man. So you got to find guys like Aaron Donald that can take the quarterback down hard. You guys are on the same page. See that you guys are reading from the same word. What the football? Go get it. Uh, the latest episode. And here's the deal. Um, that's now Randy Moss and Charles Woodson saying, you can't guard Tyreek Hill one-on-one. And Well, no one's going to have to on Sunday. He's going to be triple teamed. He's going to have bracketed safety help and a deep guy. Here's what I think Belichick's going to do based on, because we, we, we always try to weave a tapestry for you here, whether it's just this show or the podcast that we're now producing and putting out there for you on YouTube as well as where you get all your podcasts. Speaking to Daniel Jeremiah and saying how Joey Bosa's running free and defenders are running free to go with Tua, and he got a, he got the ball out in three seconds. And you just make, you, you, if you make Tua hold that ball for a fourth second, confuse him. Confuse him. Just or, go, wait or, a minute, okay, I can't go there. Yeah. If he goes to the second or the third read, maybe that's how you right. wrap it, right? And who better to maybe try to confuse him to get him to hold that ball for a fourth or fifth second? Because if you make him look away from Tyreek Hill, that's the problem, though, is maybe you don't have to because he's unguardable. He's going to – his get-off, his breakaway. I mean, the one he, – he ran right by the San Diego it's defense. unbelievable. Or Charger defense. Charger defense I'm with you, though. San Diego. So, wow, right? Yeah. So, uh, maybe that's that's it. And that's why Charles goes, Aaron Donald. He didn't say Sauce Gardner. Right. He didn't say Darius Slay. He didn't right. say anybody who's a corner, which is what I think Susie was looking for that name, not Aaron Donald up front. But Micah Parsons, Quinnen Williams, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, they couldn't do it because ball out. Um, TJ Watt. I, I, honestly, this is this is the conundrum here. Just one weekend, except Tyree Kill didn't get any faster between last year and this year. I don't think. But Tua was out, right? So, you know, Tua got knocked out. So the Tua Jitsu, he said he was going to be doing this off season to make sure he fell all right. I don't know how many times. I mean, he, I think he was hit a few times on Sunday. But 466 yards, 215 from Tyreek Hill. That is still, to me, it's just—it's now Wednesday, and it it resonates. And you heard Randy Moss earlier say, yeah, you cannot guard him. You cannot stop him. 
Tua is MVP after one week, right? <laughs> I mean, if yeah. you had a vote. Tua threw some of the... it's a quarterback-driven league where you say it's Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tua threw some of the most accurate passes I've seen last week. Like, the falling thing is one thing, but he was... I, I'm going to call him the snitch from now on because he was out there dropping dimes to Nicely Chile. done. He really was. Did, in... did not get sacked, only hit twice. Snitch taking on the Grinch this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> RG3 coming up.